Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. I had the best week, Melissa. I know. It was so fun. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't get a hold of you no matter what, practically. You were playing. I know. I was, I was, yep. I was totally playing the whole week. I wasn't actually working at all. (laughs) Uh It was awesome. Well, so what we were doing this week is me and my work colleague, Amber, Mm -hmm. who is our creative director, we took the week off from our normal job, Mm -hmm. right? Normally, like I'm in leadership meetings, I'm heavily involved in product and marketing, right? Um, working on all of that stuff for, for the company. Amber is working on uh, design and marketing and things mm-hmm. uh, to support the product on our sales team. Um, so we took a break from our day-to-day work activities um, and worked on something else. We called it Innovation Week. Yeah, I liked that and title too. <laughs> and all we did was play, play around. And what we decided to play with was another like business concept, mm-hmm. right? So in the span of four days, we uh, created a logo. We created a brand guide. We created a website mock-up. We did a paper prototype of the software. So for those who don't know what that is, like we literally like drew an app out on paper, like like a whole bunch of pieces of paper of every single screen. Right. Um, and then we made a mock-up of what that software would actually look like um, when built, See, like not, not hand-drawn, but high, we call it high fidelity, but like really nice polished looking version. So we produced all of that in four days, which was an amazing amount of output. Yes. It's an amazing amount of output. So now if people are reading between the lines, two things are emerging. One, your play, you weren't playing. You were really, really heads down, but it was fun. Yeah. And yes. And two, you have just given the secret sauce about how you make software. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. <laughs> Everyone can just follow that playbook. It's super easy. Yeah, right. Um, In four days. <laughs> well, so the key is like what what I thought was awesome about this week is like what you're you're right. I said we are playing around and it felt like we were playing because the thing we did this week, it had um like it had no expectation of a deliverable. Like we didn't ex- we didn't say like, hey, we have to get through X amount of work, right? Um it didn't have any like specifications or requirements or it just like didn't have anything around it, right? It had no yeah. constraints yeah. around it. It only had the constraint of time, like we wanted to get it done this week. Um and or we just wanted to spend the week doing something. Actually I didn't that that was the wrong phrase. We just wanted to spend the week doing something. So we didn't even really have Yeah, expectations. You didn't have Yeah, there's no expectations around this thing. Um, and so in that environment, she and I produced like 
an amazing amount of work. Well, let's put this in context. Like, if you were to start it from start, if you were to do what you just described in a normal place, in a normal environment, with normal people working on it, with just all the regular stuff, how long would that have taken? Uh, it would have. I, <laughs> that's a that's a fairly good question, but um, you know, it would have taken probably two months. Yep. If we were doing all of our regular run rate work, um, plus if we were, you know, uh, if we were kind of like doing the thing where we had other people involved and we were trying to follow the process and we were like making sure we were checking in with everybody and we were kind of like doing more what I would consider like the social norms of how to act in a company. Yeah. Um, it would have been way slower and it wouldn't have been fun because (laughs) I mean, frankly, you know, like, have you ever designed a logo or had someone design a logo for you? Yes, we've done that. (laughs) I know you and I've done that. Um, have, have you ever done it when there's like eight or 10 people's opinion in the room about said logo. Yeah, Yeah, it's It's the worst. It's the worst. There's all a whole bunch of stuff that's like that. Now, by the way, you're starting to sound very, very much around the don't do things in teams. And that's not what you mean at all. That's not what I mean. It just all all I'm kind of saying is that um, and sometimes, you know, a lot of times you just you have to, right? Yeah, you have to work in groups, you have to work in teams. And um, and like, I'm not, I'm definitely not saying teams are, are a bad thing. Um, but what I'm reflecting on is just like, uh, just like think to me, the whole week for me, yeah, it just felt like I was like in my backyard playing with my friend Yeah, as like, as like a yeah. kindergarten kid, right? <laughs> right, right I, it right. felt childlike. It, it felt childlike this week. It felt like I'm just in the sandbox. Amber and I are just playing you know, building stuff, not, Mm -hmm. you know, trying stuff, knocking it over, blowing it up, trying it again. Like, like we made a bunch of logos. Most of them sucked. Right. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Throw them away, move on. Right. It's very much like, like, um, build quick, you know, just like delete, throw away quick. Well, you're focusing on that part. And I guess what I'm hearing is like, what we're really talking about is this idea that, when we are in the space of creation, when we're being in our soul sweet spot, I don't know what else to call it. I would just say when we're not in our heads about putting all these rules and policies around us, which is kind of the human condition, we're always doing that, right? We're, we're like, yep. how do we stay in order? How do we do what we're supposed to do, air quotes? Um, there's a lot more uh, rigidity if there's a lot more rigidity, that's how we normally will operate. And when, I think what you're saying is, is this idea that what is it like to operate without that? What is it like to operate mm-hmm. with a different set of standards? Like, what is it like to allow yourself the freedom and flexibility to not just be in your head, but to be in your 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 whole you, your authentic, yeah. emotional, spiritual, mental, physical, where you all those are in alignment but there's you're not putting forth a bunch of expectation in that alignment. You're allowing the flow. Yep, yep. Um, 
Yeah, yesterday when you and I had lunch, you walked into the conference room and I had all of this stuff hung up on the wall, right? Like, yeah, uh-huh. like my really whole cool. like body yeah. of work printed yeah. out, hung up all over the place like a crazy person. And um, <laughs> what did you say? You're like, oh, like this is what you do or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I said, yeah, I said something like, oh, I recognize where you are or something like that. Yeah, because I can. Yeah, because it was mind. just like. I was just in, surrounded by yeah. by the week's work. Yeah, and play. and so, and 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 you were also rocking out to uh, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, it's really fun. Well, I like this idea. Like, I like doing this. I like this. I like. Um, I like going into these play modes, yeah, you especially do. at yes. work. Yeah, you do. Um, yep. Because for me, kind of like from like you said, like a creative perspective, from an artistic perspective, mm-hmm. like I believe like it's good for you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's good to reset. It's good to explore um, and get into that mindset. And the thing that I'm always reminded about after I come out of uh, one of these little play sessions, I guess, Mm -hmm. is um, why am I not in that mode all of the time? If if what I just went on for 10 minutes about was how I was like super creative, super productive, everything felt awesome. I'm on this like euphoric high about all of the work I did. Why is that not every single week? Right. What is about what is happening with my sort of regular mindset? Yeah, that isn't allowing me to be in this great mode all the time Mm -hmm. why does it have to be a special event i for me yeah it's a great question and for me i would go so far as to say being in that space of expansion and um just where you're letting your heart guide you you're letting all these other things influence you for fun your mind is not as engaged it's engaged in the creation piece but your mind is not engaged in the in the shut things off if it gets to X, shut things down if it's not, mm. if, if, it, if everybody else is gonna think it's a certain way or you get worried about what other people are gonna think or say or you start thinking you're not good enough with something or you start, again, like that's the, to me, that's our brain going to this place of strong judgment and, mm-hmm. and, um, and I think that's our normal mode of operation. I think that is yeah. the normal mode of operation and what you and I talk about all the time is to is to have it not be the normal mode of operation, mm-hmm. and that that and the and the not being in that state is that highly creative like go with the flow. And it sounds very kitschy to say it that way, but um, it really is that to me. It's like wow, that's so cool. Like, what if we just allow that space and have fun and go as guided like inside of you when you feel good just keep following that breadcrumb trail but we don't do that normally i don't know why yeah yeah well i like if uh if work this idea like that we have like work is work and it somehow has this like oh we don't want to do it but we have to do it because we have (laughs) to you know make money and feed the kids and whatever (laughs) yeah um and play is something separate. You know, I, I just don't really like that. I, yeah. I think work should be play. I think that if you can get 
and into a state where like more of your every day is in this play. And I think it's a mindset thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's anything particularly constructed by a work environment, right? Like, no, it's not like just because maybe you go to an office and there are some rules and things that doesn't mean you can't be in a playful mindset the whole time. It's like, we're creating, like you said, we're creating the energy that is like, it's something different than, than it, than play. Like that, that is something more serious somehow. Right. Like, yeah, like we, we wear different clothes and we get all dressed up and we have put ourselves in this other more serious mood where everything is way heavier and everything's way more important than it actually is. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I was, and it's just stressful. <laughs> it's not like a hippie. Well, it's stressful, man. You just like don't want to go to work. Get stressed out. You maybe wear a suit and tie every day. Bit. Yeah, right. You don't even own a tie. Do you own a tie? No, I didn't think. So. I don't think so. <laughs> I think you're right, though. I think what we're really talking about is mindset, and I think, it, and what we're talking about too is how we validate ourselves. Mm-hmm. I really believe it has to do with how we validate ourselves, meaning um, if we set forth standards for ourselves that that for ourselves that aren't really ours, we're in a box. Mm-hmm. If we start thinking like what you just described, like I have to dress a certain way or I'm out of the box of normality and people are going to judge me. Yeah. Or I have to have a certain way of acting. Otherwise, people aren't going to feel like I'm, quote, normal or like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a certain way of doing my job. If I try to do my job other than that way, um, it's not going to be good because people will think I'm trying to showboat or I'm trying to do this or I'm trying to do that. So it's again, it's like all these mind games that we play with ourselves about what we think normal is. And it's like this is our adventure. We get to be on yeah. this planet for such a short time. And, and I just love this idea of who cares? Like, does it really <laughs> right? matter? Like these yeah. things that we're talking about, like even in your creation week, like had it flopped, had this week flopped, right? It didn't, but had it, who cares? You know, like, is it yeah. really going to mean the whole world stops on its axis? No, there's yeah. very little. Um, well, and actually, even in the context of judging if it flopped or not, who knows? We, maybe we don't use any of the work we made this week. Who knows, right? And if we if it if we didn't actually produce anything good, it would still be a success because I'm having this wonderful story about it. Yeah, and, and, and I had this wonderful good. feeling about it. Right? It feels good. Yeah, yeah there there it is. Yeah. You had this wonderful feeling about it. Exactly. But I like where you're going to with this idea because like really life is play right like like how many times we're we're talking about work and my little experience but um the idea that you get yourself into a mindset for your day-to-day like your entire life that like that life isn't that serious right Mm -hmm. life can be play like life should be your little sandbox and you should just run around like a kindergartner all yeah. the time and express the way you want to and try things and fail things and not have so many expectations about anything. Yeah. 
I, I think too, it's like when we're in partnership with people in a close partnership, whether it be a spousal relationship or whether it be coworker or business partner, I think it's so normal to seek guidance and approval from the people around us. And, you know, that's the self-awareness journey right there where we talk about really needing that external validation from others to feel good. And there's no such thing. Like you will never, ever feel good if you seek that validation all the time. So if that's true, which I believe it is, um, what can we do to go into that space of, I just want to do what feels good for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just want to do what feels good to me because I know when I'm in that space, I am really creating well. And it's so much fun. Like it's so fun to just do what I feel like. Even if you have a list of things to do at home, right? It's like, well, I don't really want to do this or this or this, but this thing, I really like doing this thing. This thing like makes me feel good. Like it's really fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do that. Like you just follow the breadcrumbs and I feel like your energy and everything opens up, like all the possibilities of everything open up for us when we enter into it. And it really does become fun. And even things that are quote work, they don't feel like work. Yeah. So what you're suggesting is <laughs> I should only do the things around my house that are fun. No, no. Which no, means no. I'm definitely not doing the dishes anymore. No, no, no. Amber, not I didn't cleaning. say that. I did not say that, Amber. Um, <laughs> I could do any of that stuff anymore. Thank you <laughs> for your help. <laughs> well, the the thing about chores is like uh, there's two there's two times when I like there's two kinds of chores I do. Like sometimes I really don't like doing them. I just have to do them. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And other times, like I really like cleaning the house. Yeah. Like I, I get in a mood. A mode. Yeah. A mode that's just like, this is super enjoyable. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Even though it's work and it's just, you know, vacuuming and cleaning toilets. Yeah. <laughs> you get, it's still enjoyable. It's enjoyable. So again, that's like a mindset thing, right? It is a mindset. Like going into the task saying like, this is going to be horrible. I don't want to do this. Like, yeah, right. And try to avoid it, yeah. you know, until the sink is overflowing. Right. Yeah. Just start, you know, just start running the water and feel the warm water yeah. wash over your yeah. hands and then just yeah. go dish by dish. And then yep. sometimes it just becomes actually really enjoyable. I think what you are talking about is mindset though, mindset and the energy that we put behind that. A lot of times we will convince ourselves that everything has to be hard. Um, I've seen that a lot in the workplace too, like with people I'm coaching where they'll be naturally really good at something, but they have, they feel like they have to work so hard to make it look and be good. And, mm. um, and then, and it is hard then everything becomes harder. But when we just lean in and enjoy the experiences and that mindset says is more curious, it's like, that's what mm -hmm. you're really talking about. Like that fun versus, you know, play versus work is the axis of that, the being curious, mm. you know, is the axis of that. Well, what, what do you think is like some of the key things that we can think about or feel as it relates to leaving that mindset of work and going to play? Like, mm -hmm. that's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. I like, I like the, I like thinking about words and how we use 
yeah. words yeah. because I think they really shape thinking and we don't really realize it. Yeah. But you just said the word curious. And at work, I use the phrase all the time, I wonder. You do. Because, because it, it that is a, a, a curious stance, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it allows people to release judgment on the thing they're going to say. Exactly. Because I can say to someone like, hey, Melissa, I wonder if we could blah, blah, blah. And then it frees you up to, to just be like, hmm, yeah, I don't know, maybe here, like, and just some ideas start going. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You loosen the moorings. But if you loosen it, yeah. But if you go to it and say, we need to. <laughs> or have then to. Then it gets tighter, right? You're putting people in a tighter position. Yeah. Um, so I think being really intentional around um, even the, the like the language to get less serious and more playful and more curious. Yeah. Is it's a subtle shift, but it's one that's really impactful. You've helped me a lot with that, too, you know, JJ, because a lot of times when we're in creation mode, like you do, you create all the time and you just love it. You, you're very artistic in so many ways. For me, I have this like, and my mom, you know, is an artist. She's an absolutely mm-hmm. amazing, can create anything um, kind of art person. So I always feel a lot more like concrete, sequential. Like for me, the act of thinking completely freely has been much harder for me. Um, mm. And then... And so that part's hard for me. So in the mode mode of creating something, if I land on something that I feel is greater creation than I I am capable of typically making. Now, see, there's a judgment, but that's been my thinking pattern. My thinking pattern says I'm not really very creative. If I am creative, I can only get to a certain point. And oh, my Hmm. gosh, if this point is bigger than I've ever had before, don't mess with it. Don't mess with it. Go, just go, just go. Because what if it stops? And your perspective is 100% the opposite. Your perspective is we as creatures, human beings, we will never stop creating. Well, and you're, yep. that's the, that's, that is truth. Like with the capital T, that's the truth. So it's these little mind games. So I think that we get in a habit of making that causes some rigidity and it's not fun anymore. Um, and being able to come back to that that fun and be able to come back to that. Oh my gosh, we did create this. And oh, you know, like, remember when we created this last thing, that was so cool. And there's so much more here for us. Like that whole pattern of thinking right there Mm -hmm. expanded into all of our lives. Like is that would be so amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk, like, let's talk about, we talk about you're creating your own reality. Mm Mm-hmm right? Your own experience, like, yeah, in the world. Yeah. So, so why wouldn't we want that experience to be? Yeah, much more playful and curious and adventurous. Yeah, than rigid. You know why I think? I think that we naturally go to the place of more rigidity because of fear. Yep. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of not having enough fear. Yeah. And that fear yeah. shuts us down. And we think we must have to work really hard to get out of this fear place in order to create something nice, to have this nice house, to have a good relationship, to have this neat job, 
to have this cool art project, we must have to work awfully hard and prove ourselves. And that's not true at all. But that's yeah, what happens? What happens between you being like a five year old in your backyard (laughs) on amazing imaginary adventures to you being like, like an adult with a house and kids and a job that feels like you're, you know, like feels trapped and with expectations and pressure and responsibility and stress and all of these things around it. Like what happens between those two points? <laughs> why, why do we let that happen? <laughs> I don't know, but how do we catch that? Okay, so I have to just tell you. As you better start- solve that in this podcast <laughs> right, and right wrap this it up minute. quick. I, w- I was just going to give you this visual as you were talking because I was like a huge tomboy when I was little. And we lived in uh, northern Minnesota, and there was this tree house. It wasn't a house. It was not a house. It was the scariest structure that was nailed together with odd odd pieces found in backyards, and <laughs> and it was about eight levels. So you started at the wow. base of this tree, and you went through trap doors and these rickety platforms. And we, as a as a neighbor group created this extremely cool and dangerous tree fort. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and you're right. Like even just like thinking about it now, I think, oh, I'm so glad we didn't die. <laughs> well, I think that's like an awesome metaphor for <laughs> yes. life, right? Like, like you didn't die. The, the fear, the adult fear that you yeah. have is right. that the thing you made is unstable it's unsafe you're gonna hurt yourself right um but uh, so many times that's does that that's like a false it's false that's not a real risk right or if that is a risk the actual consequence of that risk yeah is is not real high exactly yeah like yep i really like to think about separating you know like the word risk you have to separate that into two parts. Um, it's like likelihood and consequence, right? So some people will say something is risky. Well, I say like, okay, what's the likelihood that it'll happen? And they're like, what's the consequence of the bad thing? Oh, that's interesting. Because if the likelihood is low and the consequence is low, it's not that risky right? to me. Like yeah. if the likelihood is low and the consequence is super high, um, for me, personally, right. that's not that risky. I'll engage in that all, all the time. Um, but if the likelihood is high and the consequence is high, I'm probably not going to engage in that. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, but anyway, th- these are all the, uh, the idea that life is a rickety treehouse. <laughs> exactly. That you just get to build and it's not perfect and there's nails sticking out of it and yeah. parts of it Part, you know, you know, not to really go to the edge of the seventh level because yeah. it's not real stable over there. Yeah, um, that's true. It's a good. It's good. Like I think we should be much more in a like life is our own rickety treehouse yep. than it is like a structure built to code. Yeah. By master carpenters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the rickety treehouse was built with little parts and pieces that we found along the way. So you're right. That's such a beautiful metaphor, right? It's just, yeah. I think this conversation is really a cool one because it just reminds us that everything that we're experiencing in our lives is is our own design. 
You know, every yep. single thing that we're experiencing is based on the lens in which we are looking looking through. It's like, do we think that this is hard? Do we think that this is fun? If we take on an attitude of um, fear, uh, what does that look like versus taking on an attitude of curiosity in anything? Could be house cleaning, could be relationships, could be jobs, could be anything. This is our adventure. Yeah. Our adventure. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.